the Cleveland Cavaliers select Evan Mobley. It's been a historical franchise in this league for years. We have a trade to announce. The Boston Celtics select Jason Tatum. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the NBA front office show. And I guess we should say Happy New Year, Keith, 2022, just hours away as of this recording. Yeah, absolutely. Less than a less than a half a day away here on the East Coast where mm-hmm. I am. So uh, we're 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 almost there. It's uh, time time to flip the page and the, let let's hope for a better 2022 for mm-hmm. both of our teams than uh, 2021 <laughs> finished up. So that would be uh, that that would make this season far more enjoyable. But it's still been a fun season anyway. And uh, your team, we got a trade to break down That's in a little right. bit more detail than we did yesterday when when we were doing it on the fly as it broke as we were just about to wrap up the show. Yeah, we do. And I mean, Rajon Rondo being sent to the Cleveland Cavaliers, which we spent a little chunk of yesterday's show discussing who they could, the Cavs could potentially target, not knowing at the moment that it was in fact the player on on my team, the Lakers. Uh, He's going to be filling in for Ricky Rubio for the time being. We did speculate that this might not be the only move that they make. It's possible they still go and trade for another high caliber guard in order to eat those minutes. Because again, even the Lakers were not expecting Rajon Rondo to be an every night player. So who knows whether or not the Cavs will see him in that light. But for now, he's a stopgap for them. And we found out, of course, that the deal is for Denzel Valentine, who the Lakers intend to waive his non-guaranteed contract. Nothing confirmed at this point, but we believe, we'd have to imagine, they're doing this so they can keep Stanley Johnson for the remainder of the season. Yeah, my guess is, just reading through the reports and the like, this trade will happen today. I mm-hmm. think are the Lakers off today? No, they play tonight. In fact, I guess ton- it doesn't matter, right? Rondo tonight, play Keith, anyway. When this clock, my wife is not thrilled. When the clock strikes oh, midnight right. tonight, I will most <laughs> likely either be mid post game show or editing the post game show. <laughs> that so. is right. I saw that. It runs right up, right up against the clock yep. here. Yeah. We, it's weird. Normally all the games are clear, even by, by midnight East coast uh-huh. time, they usually start all early, but yeah. Hey, basketball ruining lives for family <laughs> men everywhere. That's right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so my guess is this trade happens today. It doesn't really impact the Lakers because Rondo wasn't going to play for them anyway. Uh, so it's not like they'll be down an additional sure. player. Uh, so this trade will go through today. They'll likely waive Denzel Valentine today because mm-hmm. no reason to eat even another day's more salary than you need to. And then Stanley Johnson, my guess is, assuming it's Stanley Johnson, like you said, we don't right. have any confirmation of that. Whether it's him or Darren Collison or somebody else, they'll likely let those 10 days play out and then they'll sign them at the end. Because right now, because they're on those hardship 10 days, there's no cost other than actual salary right uh, there's no tax hit no cap hit so uh but once they do then sign whoever it is again we think it'll be stanley johnson then that converts to a standard contract and the cap and tax it will be applied to the lakers books so uh yeah from their side that that's my guess of what we'll see here order of operations we thought they might not take anybody back mm-hmm. but the caps are kind of tight to the tax line themselves and and being a team that's ascending but not quite there not you know assured of being any kind of contender or anything like that beyond a playoff team they don't probably want to risk going into the tax and my guess is part of what their goal here was all right if we make another move later we don't want to go 
go into the tax. So right. they're they're after this trade, they'll be about three point three million under the tax line. Whereas if they just ate the salary themselves, they would have been somewhere in the two million ish range. So this just gives them a little bit more rope to play with there in terms of of staying under the tax. Um, from the Lakers side of things, there is some confusion. I've had a few people messaging me on Twitter asking how do the financials break down for the Lakers in this situation compared to had they just say waived a player say they I've had a lot of Lakers fans who said, well, why didn't they just wave Deandre Jordan or wave Kent Bazemore or someone like that? Why trade Rondo? And I guess before we even get into the numbers, Adrian Wojnarowski also reported that Rondo was on board with this trade. Mm -hmm. This wasn't like the Lakers just told him, Hey, we're trading you to the Cleve to Cleveland. My sense of it is they gave him the option said, Hey, this option is out there. And Rondo said, yes, I'm interested in something like that probably because he would like to see a few more minutes. Um, the Cavs yeah. in a different situation too, trying to build themselves up as that next team in the Eastern Conference where maybe Rondo's veteran mentorship can make an even bigger impact. So uh, again, well, th that's a factor in this too. Yeah, absolutely. I think you're absolutely right. I think Rondo knows he's going to play a very minimal role on the court with the Lakers the, the rest of the way. And and even though there's you know a massive importance that everyone has talked about that he brings to the locker room sure. and all those kind of things, he still wants to play, right? He, he still sees himself as somebody who can be a productive NBA player. So, yeah, he wants to go out. And, you know, the reality is it's nice to see a downtrodden franchise trading off these guys to help an up-and-coming uh, franchise that's a true playoff contender uh, get get better. So, I mean, that, that, you know, good, good on the Lakers for recognizing it's time to start the fire sale and start moving all these pieces. That's how we're going to finish 2021, Keith. <laughs> really, that's how we're going to that's how we're going to finish this year. Well, oh, we're man. probably both going to finish 2021 with a disappointing loss that leaves everybody <laughs> oh, angry. <laughs> don't, don't put that <laughs> on me. Realistic. I hope not. No, we're both, you know what? We're closing out the year. This, I'm going on record right now. The Celtics are going to beat the Suns today just because okay. it would add to the absolute utter confusion of this Boston Celtics <laughs> season. And it would get, leave everybody saying, like, I don't know what to make of this mess of a team as the calendar year cha changes over. So I'm going on record. Who I don't I haven't even looked. That's how busy I've been this morning. Who are the Lakers playing tonight? Uh, they've got the Blazers. All right, they're going to win too. So we're we're now, we're, we're leaving 2021 with two wins. Now I'm, hold up, I'm they are up. they are tonight. They're wearing their city edition uniforms, which okay. most believe are cursed. They are they are <laughs> zero and four in those uniforms and have an average margin of loss of eighteen and a half points. Reversing it tonight. So we'll Reversing see. It we'll tonight. see if they can reverse I mean, that. Come on, it's Portland with about a with a whole bunch of guys out and. Uh, What's LeBron's averaging close to 40 points per game over the last week or so? He might Something go like for that. 50 tonight in a half against that Portland uh, non-defense that they play. Anyway, back to this trade. Yeah. Yeah. So the so here's what happens with the contracts. In in the Lakers case, I, I fully understand where people are saying, why not wave Bazemore? Why am I not mm. wave Jordan? They may not have as much importance, even just as locker room vets as Rondo had to the team. The reality, or, and I've even seen some, why did they not trade one of them? Well, the reality is nobody wants them. Uh, they, the Cavs wanted Rondo because he fills a, a, a immediate need for them as a point guard on their roster. So you wave any of those guys, though, what happens is you eat the full cap and tax it uh, on that salary. Um, and if you waive a player who has a 
the the one year veteran minimum that's charged at only the two year. Mm-hmm. If you waive them before the season is out, they actually you get hit with the full um, charge on that. So in the case of those three guys, I think Baysmore is a ten year veteran guy. I mean, maybe not. I know for certain. I think you're right. I'll, I'll double check. He's if he's but, not, he's a nine year. If if he's not ten, but yeah, I'll double so check you're what talking you're talking about. A, about a two point five million dollar hit. You're you're actually going to eat on that. So that that's going to be big, and that's that's a that becomes a, a challenge point for you. So you're, you're going to sit there and have to eat, eat that big hit um, with this. Now what they're doing is by getting Valentine in, you wave him, you're going to, you're going to eat a far lower cap hit. So you're actually going to save quite a bit. He's made about, it's probably about 850,000. If I had to guess, I'm doing math on the fly here mm-hmm. um, with, with uh, Valentine. So it'll be about an $850,000 cap hit presuming he's waived today um, tax wise in terms of the tax hit, what goes on the sheet is 850 K or whatever yeah. it is. Uh, Valentine's made, but the Lakers because of their tax position are about uh, three. I want to say it's about three seventy five per dollar over. Cause they're so far over the tax. Cause they're over 20 million uh, into the tax. So what happens there is that's three times that. So that's about a $2.4 million hit. Versus the what it would have been about a you know five point something million dollar hit mm-hmm. um, on the 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 other had you just wave somebody else so that's why you do it this way um, with that and again we we thought yesterday they might not take any salary back because yeah. then you just avoid everything um, entirely but this my guess was the Cavs were like we we can't put ourselves that that much closer to the tax can you just take something on so i have seen some people saying denzel valentine shooting 40 percent from three this right. year why aren't the lakers just keeping him he's that it's on 44 attempts like yeah. don't be fooled by you know what's happened in a very small sample size he doesn't give them the size on the wing that they're really looking for they want somebody who's more of a three four size guy they don't need another guy who's a two that can masquerade as a three they, they've got those in spades and this is uh, Kent Bazemore's 10th year. He's currently in his, okay. his 10th year right now. Yeah, so, so. That's, that's about a $2.5 million actual salary then, um, which is what it would go up to, which is what the proration would be based off of. But in the case of Bazemore, Jordan, and Rondo, they're all on fully guaranteed deals. Yeah. So it would bump all the way up. So it becomes it becomes a real challenge to wave those guys. And that's how you get to about a three-something-ish million, probably three, somewhere between 3.1 and 3.3 million uh, uh, difference in the, the tax hit by doing it this way versus just waving a player and then signing someone into that open spot. Yeah, and had you had you just waived that player again in terms of total committed to, again, if we think about just in terms of roster spots, in terms of total committed to that roster spot when you add in the luxury tax, paying both the player that's going out and the player that would be coming in, Keith, we did the math the other day, it would have been close to about $20 million committed to that one roster spot when you add in yeah. the luxury tax. And that that's, I mean, that's a lot. That's a lot to spend. So by trading that player yeah. away and offloading that salary without having to just eat the salary, it makes a, a major difference. Yeah, because what's going to happen here is when they sign whoever they sign, mm-hmm. presuming it is a 10-year veteran guy, or not a 10-year, more than a two-year veteran guy, that player is going to come in, and what you're going to end up doing is they're only going to be charged at the two-year veteran minimum, but what will happen is 
it's likely to push the Lakers up over 25 million above the luxury tax line. And then what happens from that point forward is that raises you to, I believe it's $4 and 25 cents per dollar over on the tax line that you pay. So this is when you hear things, the team, this is most often quoted about is the golden state warriors that they're paying 89, 90 million in luxury tax and signing a one veteran minimum contract costs them, you know, 20 or $30 million. This is why, because it pushes you up and it's three times the amount of whatever the, the, what's being charged on the tax, or in this case, it'd be four times, uh, times whatever's charged on the tax. So it, it, it starts to add up very, very quickly. The good news is luxury tax um, bills aren't, aren't done until the end of the season. So if the Lakers, if it's really that big of a concern, they can always do a salary clearing move. But my guess is what they're doing is they're being smart and saying, why eat more money than we have to? Yeah. Knowing they may want to make another deal or two later that may take on more money. And they, you, you may still see them wave Bazemore or Jordan during buyout season and get a more helpful player. So why take on money now if you don't need to later? Well, Plus, and, those guys are good salary ballast if you need to throw them into a trade. And, and that's the other piece here too, right? A lot of people are saying, well, why didn't you just trade DJ to the DeAndre Jordan to the Cavs or trade Bazemore to the Cavs or, or whatever? Well, first of all, the Cavs didn't need those guys. But yep. in order to get a team to take on with those guys, you're probably going to have to give up something. You're going to have to give a second round pick or something like that yeah whereas with rondo the Cavs had an actual need for him so they're willing to to just take him and not ask the lakers to pay something in or in exchange for freeing up that roster spot for them uh they are winding up setting back denzel valentine but again that's why so now you were able to maintain an asset whether it's a second round pick or whatever you would have had to give so that you can use that in a future move down the road it's absolutely you're spot on with it man it's you don't want to be in a position where you're wasting any kind of assets if you don't have to. So this is just a, a thing here. And this is a, it, it's not, it, it, it's big because it's the Lakers and all the money that's involved. It's big because the Cavs are a good team and need a player, but it's not, um, this is not like all of a sudden, you know, oh man, I joked about the Lakers starting the fire sale. Clearly that's not what happened here. And I also don't think that this does anything as far as lifting the Cavs to, you know, any better of a contender than they already were. He's not as good as Rubio is, uh, you know, and certainly not as good as Rubio was playing for Cleveland. Mm -hmm. But more importantly, like we said, this was a very um, minor addition to the Cavs and does not take them out of the, the running to do a bigger trade later. We we were speculating yesterday. We both, I think, I, um, maybe I'm putting words in your mouth. Tell me if I am. We think Karis LeVert makes a lot of sense for yes. this team. They yep. can still go do Agreed. a Karis LeVert trade. This doesn't, doesn't change anything there. It's not, you know, so then Rondo becomes your backup or third point guard and and off you go so this is not going to be a uh you know something that's going to preclude the cash from making any other kind of acquisitions if they want to all right. Um, I think that about wraps up our, our, the talk on the Cavs and Rondo and this move and how it makes sense for both sides. <laughs> We've now done three shows. Three shows. On, on minor trade, but hey, that's what we do. That's what I we mean, do. It, it, it was, there was a, some mystery in terms of who exactly sure. would be involved. Why is it being done this way? Why this player instead of that player? So I'm glad that we were able to go in detail on, on that. Um, we do need to get into some oh, other... One last thing. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. No. Um, they, both sides will create small trade exceptions. Yes. Cavs create one for the guaranteed amount um, for uh, uh, um, Valentine, which I'm, I'm trying to 
Yeah, it it's just like eight hundred thousand or something. It's like just that. under eight hundred and fifty thousand. Yeah. It's about eight hundred and forty-seven thousand. Um, that's what will hit the Lakers. Uh, you know, or well, that's what's the guaranteed amount. So, but again, it's going to change it slightly. Uh, and then the Lakers will create about a one point seven million dollar trade exception that neither will end up being used. Uh, highly unlikely. Right. Right. All right. Let's talk about some of the uh, the hardship contracts that are coming in before you have to run over to. Uh, the Celtics game, which one of the nice things about New Year's Eve, you get early games. So we get games during uh, during yeah. the afternoon here, which is nice. But you've got, uh, well, should we just run through them? I don't, there's not a lot that we really need to like yeah. dive into. So. No, yeah. I mean, we can run run through the, the latest ones here. Let me pull up my list so I have them. Uh, I've got um, like when you we'll, we'll cover kind of some of the bigger names sure. that people may recognize. Uh, Jordan Bell going to the Chicago Bulls. Mm-hmm. That one is funny because remember the Bulls traded that pick. That's right. Uh, to the, to and that the was Warriors. like a big deal. People were saying, what are you doing? He's yeah, going to be good. Yeah. 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 Uh, so that one's kind of funny. Uh, Jalen Horde, he's been around for a couple years now, bounced on the back end of rosters. He's, he joined the Thunder. Uh, Dakota Mathias, a shooter who, who was with the Sixers for part of last season, he's going to join the Grizzlies. Uh, Nick Stauskas is actually going to get back in. His prior time he was going to join the Toronto Raptors he uh I believe he contracted COVID and they didn't didn't complete that signing he's going to actually join the Miami Heat along with Miami Heat legend Mario Chalmers yeah uh, going to get back back in the league um you know there and then Brandon Goodwin who's been around uh for a little while he's going to come in to give the Cavs some point guard depth um on a hardship because uh, right now it's kind of Kevin Pangos and nobody uh until Rondo gets there and we don't know when Rondo will be ready to play he's in protocols right now still in the protocols himself um and then one other this may not be a super recognizable name but i want to call it out because it's kind of a cool story um jaime i I believe i'm going to pronounce this correctly echenique um signed with the washington wizards first ever colombian born player to appear in an nba game uh, last night so that's that's kind of neat just another uh international player um joining the nba so kind of a cool story there and I mean, I guess minor coincidence, but we just watched uh, Encanto with uh, with our five year old. We watched that yesterday. too. I really liked it. Yeah, that was, was that was pretty good and set in uh, in Colombia. Yep, correct. Um, little bit of sad news too to end end the year here. Um, Boston Celtics legend mm-hmm. Sam Jones uh, passed away uh, at some point this morning uh, at the age of eighty eight um, of natural causes is what uh, team spokesman uh, shared. Uh, Jones was um, a ten time NBA champion with the Celtics. Uh, was a big part of those Bill Russell teams. Um, big. Uh, he earned the nickname Mister Clutch. Uh, because he upped his play so much in the postseason. Uh, he was one of the guys who um, was like the master of the bank shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, you know, absolutely just knocked it in. Um, his number 24 is retired. Also one of the only a handful of players. He was part of the 25th, 50th, and 75th anniversary teams uh, for the NBA. He's a Hall of Famer. Just an absolute, you know, terrific player uh, for a number of years. Won 10 championships in 12 seasons uh, with the Celtics. So, um, you know, uh, rest in peace, Sam Jones. Absolutely. All the best to the Jones family. Um, just a little, a little bit of sad news to to end the day here. Yeah, not um, here. obviously uh, unfortunate, unfortunate news, of course, to finish off 2021. With, uh, you know, we said this in 2020, hopefully 2021 will be, will be better because, you know, we entered yeah. into the the pandemic and everything. And now here we are at the end of 2021 saying, hopefully 2022, oh, will be better. 
times have been tough. But um, actually, you know, there's one final thing here. Uh, Becky, sure. Becky Hammond. Yeah, coming, let's leave it on a good note. Yeah, let's yeah. let's leave it on that. I'm, Keith, it's a, it's a good note, but I'm also a little bit disappointed. I, I really thought she was going to become the first female head coach in the NBA, and now she'll be with the Las Vegas Aces and the WNBA for the next five years, which, I mean, that's she's the highest paid coach in WNBA history. So that, that's a huge right, accomplishment in and of itself, and I don't want to take anything away from that. But I also thought, okay, she's going to be the one to break through and be the first female head coach in the NBA. Yeah, there's I'm I'm of two minds because yeah. one is first head coaching opportunity, absolutely amazing. You know, congrats to mm-hmm. uh, to Becky Hammond uh, for that. The second thing is, if she is happy and wants to be in the WNBA, more power to 100%. to Becky Hammond. Yes. You know, super thrilled for her to get this opportunity. And you know what? If her goal is to eventually still be an NBA head coach, I hope she gets that opportunity too. Mm. I want nothing but the best. I don't. I very truly believe this. I'm not coming in white knighting and all other stupid stuff people say on social media about the way people feel. I want the best people to have the jobs in the league. If yeah. I don't care if it's a male, female, a man, woman, you know, um, I almost said child. That's that's probably a little too far. <laughs> um, but I don't care, you know, coach, run teams or whatever. We are we're less than my guess is five years away from a from a uh, female head coach mm-hmm. as well as a um you know woman running a entire front office we've seen it uh now in major league baseball um by we're, we're gonna see it in the nba uh sooner rather than later yeah yep agreed agreed and so who knows i mean look we're, it may still be in the cards for her to wind up being an nba head sure. coach for the time being though obviously joins the las vegas aces best of luck to her there yep. and that is a big get she for is that, gonna for that franchise as well and she's going to finish out the year with the San Antonio Spurs, and then she'll join the Aces uh, when their season starts because the WNBA starts up right after the NBA. Uh, I, I think it's after the NBA playoffs, mm-hmm. um, complete, but it's, it's, it's after the NBA regular season at the very least. Right. All right. Well, everybody, that puts a, a bow on 2021. We would appreciate it if you would subscribe to our YouTube channel, turn on notifications as well. And if we you're are almost at 13,000, we're right we're there. So close. We're right there. <laughs> right there. So do us a favor, hit that subscribe button. And if you're listening to the podcast version of this, follow us over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. Everybody, happy new year. We'll be, we'll be back on Monday with a new episode. Till then, see ya and stay safe.